let's talk about some diagnostic tests and procedures. A CBC, for example, if we see that the client with heart disease, for example, is show up in the labs a RBC, red blood cell level, that is decreased, <clears throat> let's think about rheumatic heart disease or infective endocarditis. If we got a increased WBC or white blood cell, let's remember this can be an infection or inflammatory disease of the heart. Or after an MI or myocardial infarction, infarction um, also WBC can be increased because a large number of them are needed to depose the necrotic tissue. Um, let's talk about some coagulation factors. Coagulation factors, we are talking about the partial, partial thromboplastin, international radio, and the activated partial thromboplastin. An increase in on coagulation factors will occur during the episode of MI. This will place the client in a greater risk for developed thrombophlebitis or extension of the clot in the coronary arteries. Yes, let's remember this. We are talking about the cardiac client and I just want to cover some, some specific areas that it can help us remember some, some content. Let's talk about homocysteine. Homocysteine is a amino acid that is built up um, um, I'm sorry, that is produced from the, from the body and it's a building block of protein on an increased level. Um, it can increase the, the risk for cardiovascular disease, for example, um, in MI or heart attack in the, in the heart, um, in the lung, it can be pulmonary embolism or stroke in the in the brain also homocysteine level if if they are increased they let's remember that they will cause um the blood to clot more easily homocysteine level can also can be high because renal disease or psoriasis are present the client is having um, damage in the lining of the arteries. Um, it can be an indication that the client is not get a, getting um, or intaking um, enough vitamin B or folic acid. Let's remember that. Um, a small amount of protein, if you see in the I'm sorry. If 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 we found albumin albumin in the in the in the urine, this will be called microalbuminuria. This can this can be an indication for endothelial dysfunction in the in the cardia cardiovascular disease. Yep, <laughs> I'm trying I'm trying to correct myself um little by little on this content and with this language. It's, it's a second language for me, so I'm trying to get better with it. Um, let's go to the next one. Um, if we got a high-sensitive C-reactive protein, hmm, 
this protein um, it detect inflammatory process such as association of the development of atherothrombosis a level less than one milligram by deciliter is considered a low risk at the level over at the level so if we got a level higher than three milligram by deciliter this this lab this level will place the client in a higher risk for for heart disease so let's remember that mm -hmm. if we got yes we got some electrolytes that can also affect the the client and those changes we can we can see them in the in the akg so for example if the client is showing up hypocalcemia or a low level of calcium the client can show up a prolonged sd segment also the client can show up a prolonged qt interval that's for hypocalcemia in hypercalcemia that's a high level of calcium the client will have a shortened st segment a wide wide t wave if we have the client with hypokalemia, hypokalemia is a low level of potassium, we will see uh, ST depression in the in the segment, in the in the ST segment, we will have a show a shallow, flat, or inverted T wave. Also, prominent U wave can be present. Hyperkalemia or high level of calcium, we will see a talpic T wave, flat P wave will be present also a white QRX complex and a prolonged PR interval. Talking with about magnesium, magnesium, we will have a tall T wave, a depressed ST segment. Just to remember some, some details about, about these electrolytes and the changes that, that we need to, to, to be aware for has a has a nurse let's remember that potassium causes an increase in the cardiac electrical instability and ventricular dysrhythmia and it develops increased risk in the in the when when the client is taking digoxin um hypokalemia hypokalemia or low level of potassium can increase the 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 risk for developing digoxin toxicity if we are talking about sodium, sodium will decrease, will be decreased from the use of diuretic or in the client with heart failure, or it can be in heart failure that can develop an indication of fluid excess or fluid overload. If we talk about the potassium, um, calcium, I'm sorry, calcium, calcium, it can lead to ventricular dysrhythmia and this can be a life threatening. Let's remember that, people. Excuse me, Daddy. Look at this. 